<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Ian, welcome back. Aloha, guys. What is what is that? What is what uh, is? Aloha! Have you never watched Lilo and Stitch? It means hello, my fellow precinct detectives. Th- that's what it means, those three syllables? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it's open to interpretation, but how has it been? It's been quite a while, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some bunch of hijinks have happened since you've got... How- I know. I, I, I seem to have missed a lot. Look, I, I know that, I know that you know, whatever you went through, it's classified and everything, but come yeah. on. Come on, I mano mean, like, mano. Know, there was a, there were at least two rest days, Meg. So it was quite the adventure. I actually had this uh, certain work business. It was a kind of, you know, a smart casual. Is that even the term? A meeting. Yeah, with, yeah. You know, with, with a certain classified party. You but know, your other, usual convention stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, pretty scenic. You know, in Hawaii, if you haven't known or if you haven't noticed. I have not at all. Oh, yes, yes. Well, ma- mahalo, that, which means ma- expensive with an O. Right, right. You know, I have yes. some friends in the 5 back in Hawaii now that you mention it. Exactly what did you do in Hawaii? A lot of friends in the 5 Actually, where I was at, I didn't really notice a, a lot of people. A lot of locals, actually, along a beach shore. But I, I don't know if I was just going crazy for a bit. I actually ended up uh, being led by this rather peculiar stray dog by a beach shore this one sunrise morning. And for some reason, it wouldn't stop circling around me for what, let's say, what, a good 10 to 15 minutes until it led me to this shore, to this, uh, this shore kind of cave that felt very isolated, given that the place was already isolated in itself. And for some reason, as the dog was leading me into the cave, it was... Uh, Dendriform. It was completely surrounded by... If you, could, if you could compare stalagmites and stalactites as mirrors, it was like a hall of mirrors, but with caves. The monomania. First of all, okay, for some reason I lost the dog. So but after that, it was a peculiar experience because I don't remember much other than a blinding light and kind of just waking up into radioactive hot dog on the bed. I, I don't know. I think I just had a lot of margaritas that day. Uh, I, yeah. I see. Yeah, I, I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, Right. Well, yeah. rem- remind me never to ask you about Black Ops missions. The, the, don't worry. I'll give you the field report by next week, I think. It should be good by then. That would be nice. Yeah, just yeah. put it on my desk. Speaking of, like, I, I have no idea where Dre is. I was actually just about to go get him some coffee. Do, you don't remember how he takes his coffee, would you? Like, I think just black with 10 sugars. Right. The sugars. That's exactly Yeah, I, I don't think you're supposed to forget that, Mix. All right, let's go get these coffees to Dre. Ah, ah, dang it. Ah, this, uh, Dre? Dre! Why, why, won't, why won't this thing work? Whoa! Yay! Hey, long time no see, bud. Megs, hi! One, one tall black coffee ah. from the good old pal, Detective oh, Dre. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the coffee. And I'm yeah. sure you remembered how I like my coffee, Migs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why don't you see for yourself and... 
and tell me, you know? Yeah. Uh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Megs! Right, sorry. Are you, that was are you trying Ian's. to give me Jabetis? No, no, that was Ian's. My bad. This is, this is your coffee. You know what? Forget the coffee. What? What's that? So much sugar. What's what? That, that giant mound right behind yeah i mean like thanks for the welcome party dre i didn't see yeah. you by the front door what have you been up to here in this tiny crevice is that a is that a hawaiian is that a floral shirt and yeah, yes, thank you it for noticing fits. i i it, it fits great. i got it from a local retail shop there yeah it was a i think it's pretty chic blood stains at the back but what's yeah, the oh, thing blood, behind blood you dre? stains what what's the thing behind you well, what is that it's a uh, Mm, dough. I'm um, uh, Ray. I'm waiting for the uh, me. Haha. -ha. <laughs> yeah, I'm. You know, because I'm baking um, uh, scones, and um, they need to uh, rise. So they need the scone. Um, yeah. So um, I have them covered up with a uh, <clears throat> damp, damp uh, towel. Yeah. Now, well, now they're damp, and they gotta rise. That's why. A little bit of a bigger mound, but um, <clears throat> uh, so what are you uh, uh, what are we uh, <clears throat> doing today, guys? <clears throat> Scones, we're you know what? I'll be in the recording room if you need me. Yeah, we got a we got a, a lot to talk about today, right? Quite, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's let's okay, head let on over uh, there. Let's, yeah, let's let's yeah, let's, come let on, me just take on. out the blood stains on my knees, too. The what. Geek PD. Hey, what's up, guys? Oh, yeah. Sorry about this. Um, as for per formalities, Ian, uh, you, I, we got this right while you were out with your Black Ops mission. Huh? We got, yeah. we got, we got a new. I say new recorder, but. It's it's old tech. If you if you're familiar with reel to reels, Ooh, we got a new how vintage, right? And I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Made it sounds, of, it's made out of tip top technology, super up to date stuff. I see, I see. Yeah, hey, I mean, honestly, if y'all know anything about audio recording, analog is always better. You get much better sound. So, uh, before we continue with this, <clears throat> the date is March fourth, twenty twenty one. Beginning recording. All right, there we go. Everything seems to be uh, okay. in place. Recording has How sturdy for an old piece of tech. Right? Uh, took a little bit of tinkering to, to get it restored, but we, we got it down. Now that we have laid out our piece de resistance, we are ready to go, I guess, to all the people listening and to Ian. Welcome back to the precinct. My Hi. name is Biggs. And my name is Dre. And I'm Ian. You, you stuttered a bit there, Ian. You, you all uh, right? Uh, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm pretty bit, good. Okay, still I'm a bit good. dazed from your journey of self-discovery. I see, but all right. Well, how about we how about we take things back a little bit? You know, back to the to the good old days of cartoon and television. I say television because we would actually watch things out of a box. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, well, we still kind of do. Yeah, but now the box is much more flat. <laughs> no, but back then I don't if know. If square, I don't know not. If, I, I don't know if you guys were accustomed to adjusting your antenna, like just to get, just to get prime cable. time <laughs> cartoons, yeah, mm -hmm. and cable and whatnot. But yeah, I remember I when I was a, growing up. Those kinds of TVs. You know, my my eyes would be glued 
to the TV screen. And it wasn't just mindless television. I would actually look forward to something premiering. And like I remember Beast Wars was my addiction growing mm. up. Ooh. And Beast Wars. Now for a lot of people, especially like us at, at a young age, like we would learn how to speak English well because of like Nickelodeon and whatnot. But mm. not necessarily when it comes to series like Beast Wars and Transformers, <laughs> because for a lot of us it was dubbed in Tagalog. <laughs> now I don't know if you I don't know if you guys remembered that, but I remember like Optimus Prime Primal, sorry, Optimus Primal. Yes, you know, was, was just about to was like just that. about to correct you on that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, he was giving inspirational speeches <laughs> in Tagalog, but but that's what that's what I grew up with. Um, Stars, kaya natin to, matatalo natin si Black Arachnia. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that right? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much his. Pretty like, I remember si Rat Silver Trap. Bolt. Rat Trap was basically like, ayan na si Megatron. Ako <laughs> <laughs> si Megatron. What I loved about Beast Wars was that aside from the fact that it was a, a amazing take on the Transformers genre, it was also mm. canon, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but there was a point. I think it might have been uh, canon, meaning that it was a part of the like the G1 universe. I think it's yeah, totally, wasn't yeah. it? Wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. Because from my knowledge, I know it's a... to. It might have been. Two different things, because I mean G one they started their lives in. It's supposed to be like the future of G one, right? Is it? Is it? Oh wait, no, it wasn't canon. It just had its own continuity. Yeah, like because I mean, they it's went not, back. not canon. It's no, but just, it's taken from G one, so it's just an alternate. Yeah, because I think yeah. with the thing about Transformers is that all the different ones they're all canon, but in their own universe, like Energon. But it's it's just not, uh, I guess, Earth six one six, so to speak, which is G one, I guess. Kind yeah, of but like I just remember the first the first episode. They were the Autobots from Cybertron. Like Ironhide was Ironhide, but he turned into Rhinox. Why, I, why does this sound? That sounds right, but I don't... right. And Bumblebee <laughs> was Bumblebee, but he turned into Cheetor. And oh man, yeah, like that's what I remember because like Starscream. Turned into Dinobot? No. Dinobot. No, I don't think so. Uh okay. It takes place in the far future. Yeah, so G one. Yeah, so because they so, they evolved. I thought that was the shtick, like in a yeah. way. Yeah. 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 So oh, that's Oh my goodness. Okay, so it is I totally forgot that this was a thing. Apparently this is three hundred and fifteen years after they destroyed Unicron. So after the nineteen eighty six film. Yeah. I see. So it is yeah. canon. Yeah, they ju- like, it just so happened to be prehistoric Earth as the setting, but it takes place future, in the far future. Of like neo neo prehistoric. Yeah. In a way. I, I guess after all the humans died? <laughs> they kind of regret. How ironic is it that in the future we got dinosaurs, but in the past we had like Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and apparently Beast Wars lasted millions of years. Like the whole storyline was millions of years. Oh, what? Yeah. Jeez, like the scale of the series. Like you just thought it was just some Saturday night cartoons that you would watch, right? Yeah. But- oh, wait a minute. Okay, I understand. So Beast Wars or the Transformers, like G one, all of that, all of that happened before humans arrived. I think because uh, based on my research, it says here that 
uh, when the Maximals and the Predacons arrived on an unknown planet. It's populated mm-hmm. only with animals littered with vast mm-hmm. deposits of energon. Mm-hmm. And it's, that planet is prehistoric Earth. Yeah, yeah. And in season two, okay. that's why there were proto-humans. So does that, that doesn't add up, though, because Unicron was destroyed with the help of Daniel. Who was so there were, a modern-day human person. Man, this doesn't make any sense. Damn it, Beast <laughs> maybe, Wars. <okay. laughs> maybe this is a situation where not just in time travel, they also went to an alternate dimension. Could you know? Could be. Could, it makes sense. Checks yeah. out. Because like, I mean, Beast Machines came afterwards. Yeah, that was weird. They, I'm, I don't know about Beast Machines. Like, if I liked it as much as I did Beast Wars, and mm-hmm. then Trans Metals. You know, the Beast Machines Trans Metals, where everybody was metallic. Yeah, yeah, and, and everything had that like glossy sheen to it. Yeah, that was. You know what? I will definitely weird. get back to you guys on this on another episode, and I will do like I will clarify what the when the hell Beast Wars was. Yeah, because you're the Transformers guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, time is a, a fickle thing, and time. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know who knows uh, what time travel could be like, um, but yeah, Beast uh, Transformers. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Right. Hmm. Yes. Well, anyway, I mean, I guess. I guess what, what really irked me about that series was the fact that Megatron didn't even change his name. Everyone came up with a fancy-ass name, but Megatron <laughs> still stick with Megatron. <laughs> Why couldn't he be like Megatrex? Or Megatron. Yeah, Megatrex would have made a lot of sense. And Optimus, like, Optimus Prime. Okay, to be fair, though, I think Optimus was the only one who had to play on words with his actual name. Everybody else was like Cheetor, Dinobot. Rhinox. Oh, no. There is another character. Who had the same name in G one? Silverbolt. Silverbolt. Silver oh, Silverbolt. Silverbolt. Mm. Granted, weird, he was a weird Griffin, winged Griffin dog thing. Yeah. thing but you know, Yo, I, I love that, that figure, figure. By the way, that's yeah, I had one that. of my favorite Beast Wars figures. So great. Mm-hmm. He was a yeah, I had triple change. No, he wasn't a double change. No, 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 no. He was just that Griffin, and yeah. then that that with with a dog he still head had an Adam. He still had an animal face when he was, <laughs> when he yeah. was transformed. That was, so that was, was a great weird. figure. Yeah. And but, he had this weird sort of semi-romance with Black Arachnia. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because I don't remember watching it dubbed in Tagalog. I've always remembered watching it in English. Hmm. It could be my memory <laughs> failing me, but I've, I've always remembered watching it in English. Yeah, well, I, I, I remember watching it day dubbed in Tagalog. <laughs> <laughs> have, uh, uh, have you watched it in, in Tagalog dub, brother? No, well, actually, I've only ever watched it in English, in old, you know, in old VCDs. I, I kind of watched it a bit later on. I think I was, what, like 10 or so. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'd, I'd see it in either, you know, those old VCDs that are pirated, but then they still have the yeah. features of of actual legitimate DVDs, so you can yeah. switch audios. So I'd usually switch it from either like if it was actual G1 Transformers you'd have it in a different language wouldn't it mm. be in like what Japanese Optimus mm. Prime yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> my favorite my favorite part about those pirated CDs although non that had the non-pirated features was the main menus oh yeah get, like you could get oh the extras yeah stuff. dude main menus i think is something that like a featurettes. lot of yeah Bonus a, lo- a, a lot of y- newer generations i think they're missing out on cuz it's it's so fun, especially when you had interactive menus where there were yeah, themes, like oh, games, and totes. right? Those Did you ever cool. play the Spy Kids 3D interactive? <laughs> yeah. 
a game on the menu where you know that one sequence in Spike cycle? is 3D where they have a yeah yeah the, the race thing like a light yeah. cycle race yeah. Yeah, yeah you have to it's it's those time based reaction responses like in Heavy Rain so you're supposed yeah, to yeah. press the DVD remote button in the short amount of time it pops up in or yeah. else you crash and die there <laughs> but, was a really cool one too for Van Helsing the DVD and like Hugh Jackman Van Helsing yeah, mm-hmm. where you have to explore Dracula's castle. Whoa! Oh, it was it was it's, so cool. It's those, it was those, like that, a, that's like the stuff that I think a, a lot of I think it should come back because it's such a fun experience. But also, mm-hmm. I don't really see how they could bring it back with streaming services. I Dude, mean, they, it was Bandersnatch before Bandersnatch. Yeah, Bandersnatch. <laughs> yeah. actually. or that even that Markiplier didn't Markiplier do it? Yeah, and a good the, number of other YouTubers. He did like two: a, Who Killed Markiplier and A Heist with Markiplier. Yeah, that one. Ooh, are those the the clickable the clickable stuff when like yeah, where you can yeah, but they're unlisted, your... so you can't really look up the videos yeah. separately. There's also a Choose Your Own Adventure DC film, Batman: Death in the Family, where you yes. can choose the outcome. Ooh, yes. But it was only available in the original version. I've never heard of it. Yeah, like uh, you actually have to watch it through the original thing. Otherwise, you don't get to do the um the features. Like if you just I mean, stream it or something. It's a pretty good way to get people to actually subscribe to premium accounts. You know? True, true. <laughs> but it, it, I, uh, I, I thought that was so cool because uh, you, you could choose to have Jason alive. Yeah. And then you could yeah. see how it plays out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many but, endings to that? There's more than one ending, right? Yeah, it's an there are a lot. Yeah, multiple endings. There are a lot. What? Okay, so going back to you know how the whole Beast Wars thing was canon. Did you guys know that the Godzilla animated series was also canon? To, to the American Godzilla movie. This, this is the T-Rex looking Godzilla, oh. right? Yes, um, Zilla. Toho created their own version of Zilla and put him in the Godzilla film Godzilla Final Wars. And he was completely CGI and he was just called Zilla because they took the god out of him. You know, they wanted to, you know, slap America on the wrist and say that your Godzilla isn't Godzilla. It's, it's just Zilla. Yeah, so or literally Zilla comes on. Godzilla. And OG Toho Godzilla. Cinnamon. Zilla. Sorry, not Toho. Heisei. Yeah, Heisei Godzilla just smacks him out of the way with his tail. And he crashes into the Sydney Opera House. But, okay, so that old Godzilla cartoon, the reason why there was a Godzilla that was on the human side was because that is the same Godzilla that you see in the after credits of the Godzilla movie in the 90s. The baby one. Yeah. I see. In that movie, there's, there's an egg. And a baby Godzilla comes out of it. That is the Godzilla that you see in the animated series. Mm -hmm. And they do a callback to it because there's one episode where they take on the cartoon equivalent of Mechagodzilla. But he's called Cyber Godzilla. And he's basically... Not as cool, to be honest. He doesn't sound as menacing as Mechagodzilla. Well, 90s, you know. (laughs) (laughs) She's Cyber Godzilla! (laughs) I mean, Spy Kids is a complete representation of what 90s technology would look like. <laughs> True. So, okay. So, Cyber Godzilla, or aka Mecha Godzilla, was basically a cyborg version of the dead Godzilla from the movie. Because they kill the, Godzilla the ma- in the, the mama, end. The mama mm-hmm. one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it came out on like <laughs> the, the, the late 1998. 90s. Yeah, so, I, so, I feel like we, you know, but for, for posterity's sake, yeah, spoiler alert. So yeah, they took the corpse of that dead Godzilla and reanimated it by adding cybernetic enhancements mm-hmm. and you know controlling it. So that's the cyber Godzilla that you see fight her son or daughter, mm-hmm. whatever. I see, I see. 
Well, what I like about that animated series is that they gave that American Godzilla atomic breath. It was just green fire. I don't, I don't remember. Th- oh, yeah, okay, there. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, if yeah. it's green, green fire, it could still look atomic. Yeah, because, like, I, you remember Batman Beyond, that radioactive guy? Mm-hmm. Oh. the Yeah, the radioactive man. Like, he was green, so I guess green flame pertains to radiation. But, yeah, in the original Godzilla American version in 1998, not the legendary pictures one, mm-hmm. uh, he did not have it. She, sorry, did not have atomic breath. Which irked a lot of people. They were just waiting for that one scene where. Yeah. Which is why I, I, I didn't even know that Godzilla was supposed to have atomic breath because that was my first brush with Godzilla as a kid. And that's actually a depiction that's lost in translation because the original 1940s Godzilla movie was to use Godzilla, it was a horror movie because mm-hmm. Godzilla was the representation of nuclear war yeah. and yeah. nuclear devastation. But it's basically nature's consequence to people's actions they created an atomic weapon they have to deal with the consequences which is godzilla but you know people love them so much that he ended up becoming a giant hero akin to ultraman who saves earth multiple times from aliens okay Okay, speaking of (laughs) ultraman i remember watching dubbed but godzilla godzilla i always remembered being english when i watched it on cart was it cartoon network was it on cartoon network well if it was on cartoon network then yeah. it was obviously English. But if you go to channels back then, like Studio 23. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's totally in Filipino, dude. Yeah. What came before Jack TV? Oh. Uh, Jack TV was something before it was Jack TV, right? Because yeah. they used to like, show Jack wrestling TV was and a shit. Total, yeah, Jack TV was cool before. No, wasn't it Jack TV, but they only showed wrestling? And then they started showing a lot more other media. No, it, yeah, it was no, something before it, that. And not it was only showed wrestling. Yeah. And then they can jack TV show. And then they just they, brought yeah. in their horizons. Because yeah. I remember that WWE made this whole publicity thing where they made separate trailers with different wrestlers going, What's up, Philippines? This is Chris Benoit. Are you ready to get jacked? And yeah. then that's when they transitioned <laughs> to Jack TV. <laughs> yeah, know, they got uh, they got Chris Jericho to do it. Oh man. Speaking of o- older dub stuff, the ones that I remember being dubbed. Were Yu Yu Hakusho, otherwise known as Ghost Fighter, and Slam Dunk, and also Samurai X. Ghost yeah, Fighter, yeah. yes. Those three Ghost I remember Fighter. watching. Dunk. Eugene, yeah. Slam Dunk. <laughs> also, I mean, also Dragon Ball Z, of course. I mean, I feel like that one is a pretty obvious one. A lot of us saw it as a Tagalog Filipino. I feel dub. like it's one of the staples that have uh, always have a Filipino dub, yeah. You know, yeah. like I think that's a huge factor as to why Dragon Ball Z is embedded in so many of our generation's hearts. Because mm-hmm. back when we were kids, you know, we couldn't like we couldn't watch anything else except for stuff like that. And the fact that it was dubbed in Tagalog, it's like it's almost become part of our culture already, like Dragon Ball Z. Hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you would see a bunch of kids playing and then one of them in the field would just start screaming trying to go Super Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much episodes. Like, there's so much content. And imagine yeah. a good chunk of that being dubbed. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's admit that when we were kids, we at least tried to A, go Super Saiyan, or B, do a Kamehameha wave, or C, do the spirit bomb. <laughs> or D, all of the above. Yeah, all of the above, you know. We just... But yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, the thing that you do when you teleport and then you just try to run away. You, so you, you just kind of run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can see it's walking away. 
Yeah. I, we, we can see you running. No, you can't. I'm a Saiyan. Or here okay. in the Philippines, Saiyan. No, we don't call them Saiyans. Saiyan. They're Saiyan. Super Saiyan. Sobra silang blue. Yeah. Exactly. They're super Saiyan. Parang langit. That's right. You know, kasi para sila sa printer, di ba? Merong magenta, yellow, tsaka may Saiyan. May Saiyan, oo. <laughs> okay, so don't get me started on Dragon Ball lore. Like that is an entirely different thing in in its own in its own <laughs> regard. Dude, it's but, so confusing for me because like, the entire Dragon Ball lore. Yeah, like I remember being so confused about is Goku dead or is he not dead? Is he a child now? What's his ta- where's his tail? Yes, but when no, I was a kid, if he has a halo on his head. <laughs> he's dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's dead. I remember as a kid just being confused about the timelines because when, okay, they, would, when okay, they would... There's Dragon Ball, there's Z, there's G- Z-Kai. G- and GT. I think that's just the manga, right? Or is it... Did they do a one-shot? And then there's it's, Dragon Ball uh, Super. Isn't that the newer-ish one? No, no, yeah. there's a newer one. There's a newer one that's still ongoing. Oh my goodness. Know. Like, they Dragon, just keep on churning yeah. out. Super Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball heroes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's what about Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 2? <laughs> oh, jeez. I feel like the reason why it was so confusing as a kid was because when you would watch them on, like, Animax or Studio, they play reruns a lot, and they'd usually be, like, in weird orders. Mm-hmm. True. So you're just kind of like one moment, Goku's dead, and then the next moment, he's a kid again, and you're just kind of like, what? What's go what's going on? Well, I remember the Cell saga being the longest, but that may just be because I kept on watching the episodes over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and oh to be fair also, I remember Cell being I used to be so afraid and disgusted by Cell, like how he just sucks people with his tail. Assimilates. The sound Assimilates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never I never liked that. Kinda like No, yeah, and like he had so many forms it was so unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Although I everyone my favorite has always been Majin Buu. Yeah. Like, he yeah. was much more menacing than the other enemies, if you ask me. Even than the main enemy. You yeah, know? Kid, Kid Buu was... You know, I was afraid Kid of Buu. Kid Buu. Right? And uh, yeah. what's the name What's the name of the, 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 the fat Majin Buu? Buu. What's he just Buu? Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's Buu. Just, <laughs> and then he get turned it's, into it's chocolate It's kind of like Cell that has just different uh, pr- prefixes. Yeah, to their and name. then there was it it's Teen just, Boo, the one at, the one that was taller than Kid dude, Boo. Dude, I don't remember this. I don't, I don't know. Because there was remember. Kid Boo, the more adult-looking Boo, and then there's the no. I think that I think that was Majin Boo, the, uh, uh-huh. the yeah more yeah that was Majin one. Boo, and then yeah. Boo was the the, the, the chubby guy, <laughs> King but, Boo. Yeah, didn't didn't he get uh didn't he get turned into chocolate by Kid Boo? He chocolate, like he brownish. Turns people, he turns people into it's chocolate. It's Wait, chocolate. What? He turns people into chocolate, dude. Wait, <laughs> dude, is that legit? Wait, is this a Mandela effect? No, dude. He turns people into chocolate. Yeah, no, it's a beam, didn't right? He, am I mistaken? Turn, or am I? Am no, I? No, just, no. Okay, <laughs> okay. No, no, no. He can p- turn people into things. What's the term? Uh, no, he it's can chocolate. Transfigure people. No, he can transfigure people. So didn't maybe okay. he just turned someone into chocolate? Super but Boo turns not- Vegito into a coffee-flavored jawbreaker. Uh, yeah, he just turns people into food, but not necessarily chocolate. Uh, wait, no, no. There, there is a thing. I'm on Dragon Ball Wiki right now. There oh, is okay. one called Chocolate Beam. Chocolate Beam. <laughs> okay. okay, that's the so. variant. But the source of magic is technically 
transfiguration. So it's the transfiguration cha- beam, yes. That's yeah. Change also beam. known as the change beam. <laughs> Jacqueline. <laughs> but he did. He did. Like I remember, because uh, the chubby boo kept would, would eat would eat people. He would turn them into chocolate and eat them. Uh huh. Or at yeah, least candy. Boo, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember. I, I remember that. Kind of remember that. Okay. So sorry about the chocolate segment. <laughs> <laughs> the chocolate saga. For crying out loud. Okay. This is why we have background checks, people. You know what? You know what? How about we refresh your palate? How about we refresh you guys' palate with a little something that I like to call Super Quick Super Science quick Facts science. with me. Super Quick Science Facts with Migs. Ang isang teaspoonful ng neutron star ay napakabigat. Six billion tons, by the by the way. Super quick science facts with Migs. If you have a podcast yourself, why don't you head on over to podmetrics.co? Sign up using the referral code. Geek PD. That's all caps G E E K P D. To get full control on how you monetize your show, regardless of its size. And if you're an advertiser who wants to collab with us, Geek PD, then we'd love to have you in the precinct. Head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form. If you didn't know, this digital precinct, other than being fueled by mere geekdom, isn't the only thing keeping our place running. We're also able to collaborate with other brands using Podmetrics, an incredibly easy way to monetize your podcast. Did, did y'all notice that something like your the super quick science fact? I don't know what you're talking about. After, I mean, I hope it's not a. I hope it's not like a result of my time travel stuff. Of your what? Uh, result of what? what? Huh? What? Uh, a result you know, of, a result uh, of you said something under your breath. Chocolate beam. I was talking about the chocolate beam. Ah, yeah, yeah. The change yeah. beam, Dre. Yeah, it's transfiguration, it's transfiguration well, beam. But it also is occasionally a chocolate beam, among other things. Because, like, yes. I think they had to they had to go with the whole this villain needs a certain superpower. Because everyone was just teleport, fly, super strength, you know, <laughs> and and mid air karate. <laughs> Like they yeah. had to give people like cell like okay <laughs> so, this guy can assimilate people. So some and, guy just um, went you know chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they were like this guy can change things into chocolate. So although to be little, fair, that is super freaky. Imagine that you're fighting somebody, then turns you get turned into chocolate, and then he just eats you. That's so scary. Would that be considered cannibalism? Or Isn't that what Willy Wonka does to the children? <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka is Majin Buu confirmed. <laughs> you heard it here first on Geek PD. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> no, okay. So it may be a Mandela effect that I've seen that I remember some cartoons being dubbed Tagalog. Mm-hmm. But to a lot of to a lot of the other shows though, that that appears to be true. However, I don't think that it would have catered to younger audiences if it was subbed rather than dubbed. Because not a lot of people of are willing to read subtitles Especially nowadays. kids. Especially kids. Especially kids. So, like, I don't know if I preferred, like, watching an anime back then as a kid and watching it dubbed just because I didn't want to bother, you know, with the subtitles and everything. Yeah. That's just my two cents, though. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but... 
How about we settle this with a good old-fashioned case file? Alright, so I guess today's Our case file is dub or sub. I mean, it is a very long-standing feud, especially with otakus or yeah. people that consume anime. Like, do you prefer or is it better to watch things if they are dubbed over or if they have subtitles? Mm, well, okay. For me, I I kind of... I mean, it, it's a thing that like when, when I definitely started getting more into anime, I, I would talk to Ian about it. I remember always asking Ian, like, is there, is there a dub? Like, is, is it available on dub? And it's... <laughs> I've grown to I mean I I love both dubs and subs but for me it's just kind of dependent on my my vibe at the time or dependent on the type of anime that I'm watching or the specific anime that I'm watching cuz sometimes if I just want to focus on marveling at the the art for example Cowboy Bebop I oh, know yeah. a lot of people mm-hmm. have told me that it's it's better subbed but mm-hmm. the dub is is also quite decent. And Just yeah, yeah, yeah. And I decided to watch it dubbed because I love the whole cyberpunk ish aesthetic, the futuristic noir aesthetic, and I wanted to be able to just enjoy the visuals of it without having mm-hmm. to at the same time be reading subtitles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I mean, like animation needs to be like appreciated, and if you if mm-hmm. most of the time that you're watching, your eyes are down on the bottom of the screen, it's it sound. I get it. Yeah. Well, what about you, Ian? Are you dub sub or, or Nintendo Switch? Oh well, I I was just about to say I'm a Nintendo uh-huh. Switch docked in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but I do understand the value of both. Especially, I can mm-hmm. understand given that Dre also has a very heavy VO background and he can appreciate Nintendo, especially language that he understands. So I can mm-hmm. I can understand how you could appreciate wanting to prioritize the visuals and letting the yeah. language just come to you on an auditory level. Mm-hmm. But I also, I think for me, I, uh, my preference is I do prefer sub and that's mm-hmm. only for things that are not in English, obviously, because, okay, there are things like Kawaii Bebop, which I also have not completely, like it's on a laundry list of things as well, but I completely get the entire vibe and aesthetic. I can see how well it works with a dub, especially with an English dub, because with the cyberpunk aesthetic, it's supposed to be kind of like a a collective place of culture. Like usually cyberpunk places or, or contexts have a it's a hodgepodge of different kinds of cultures. And I guess yeah. having a universal language like English completely fits the bill for that. Yeah. And it's completely but yeah, I it's, do like I do appreciate other cyberpunk stuff like um what do you call it? Space sweepers. Oh space and, sweepers, yeah. yeah. How do On you Netflix? notice that everyone is speaking their own languages but everyone understands each other? Like, there's no yeah, universal yeah. language. Everyone speaks their own dialect. Kind of like in the MCU. Yeah, they're just like mm-hmm. a, a translator. Of Although, them. I do understand why. I do prefer sub because, especially for things such as anime, I there are certain things that get lost in translation, especially in tone and in intention. I'm oh, not yeah. like a linguist, especially. Yeah. But especially when things get translated from to another language, I can imagine there would be some discrepancies Mm-hmm. in intention or meaning or or semantics i don't even know what the correct term is and i guess with english dubs i always kind of feel that that kind of the, that kind of feeling that that kind of 
I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's mm-hmm. there's this disconnect on the level, but only because I know there's an actual truer interpretation of it, and that would be the actual the source like, material, original so audio. To speak. Because for for another example, the sub is also a translation. So what you could be reading on the sub could also be mistranslated, or it could be a yeah. little devoid from the actual meaning. But it's the closest thing we can get, and that's why I prefer it. Mm. I mean, yeah, I get what you mean with the whole like lost in translation thing because not just like the terminologies that literally don't have a direct translation to English, like like baka, you know, it it is idiot, but like they don't say it in the same regard, you know. You don't just not that I like you or anything, idiot. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, people still say baka like sometimes, like even if they're speaking English, but even just hitting a beat like a comedy beat cannot be done in the same way. As saying it in English, if yeah, it's in Japanese, like, like mm. I remember watching My Hero Academia, and there was a super funny scene. I'm pretty sure if you're a My Hero Academia fan, you know this the scene that I'm talking about, where Deku is speaking with All Might, and All Might says, "Remember what I said to you that one time," and Deku's face turns into All Might's face, and he goes, "Eat this," <laughs> and then and then All Might was like, "Not that," but it was so much funnier in the Japanese version because. <laughs> In the Japanese version, he's like, "Do you remember that one thing that I said to you that one time?" Kure. No, not that. <laughs> 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 I guess one-liners so like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, like Naruto's so like Naruto's line. Like, what's his line in in Japanese? The exact... Believe it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not an exact translation, right? That was with the translators, the official translators. I think they were just trying the... to go with the same. You know, what was he saying? Message. Sorry, I'm so dumb right now. What does Naruto say in the actual Japanese audio? Wait, so Naruto says, "Believe it, believe yeah. it." Yeah, in the exactly. But I know in the official audio, in the original Japanese audio, he says a variant of either "datebayo" or "datebane." I'm sorry, date forgive bio. me for the pronunciation, but it's kind of yeah, just it is like date a. Bio. Yeah, so it's kind of just like a an expression thing, like you know when Paya just say "yar." It's wait, yeah, what? Papano, papano, yar. It's kind of like yeah, when players kind of just grumble, but yeah, for mm. in Japanese, it's it's actually more it's it's meaningless. They say that it's, it's a verbal it's, tick, right? It's supposed yeah, to be it's a like catchphrase. Of sorts, yeah, it's just an emphasis thing. But then they didn't know how to translate it for the U.S., so they kind of just settled with believe, believe it. it. Yeah, yeah, and. and it is one of those things that I definitely, uh, wa- like, holistically, I do prefer dubs only because ex- exactly with what you said, Ian, is that it does capture, at least it, close, it more closely captures what the characters are actually trying to say. I remember when I first tried watching Fate, I don't know which one because there are so which, many. Which <laughs> Fate? Yeah, was, oh, one of the Fates. I remember Fate, watching episode one <laughs> with the guy, the guy that, that that could transmute things, if that helps. The, the guy yeah, who fell in love, you, the guy that you, fell in love with Saber. Which Saber? <laughs> oh man, I wish I wish my other friend was here. He he, the, he super had a good fit. The, the pretty Saber in blue with the blonde hair, the really cute one. <laughs> but isn't every? Wait, I'm not. I'm not going to speak know. out of fear of. Well, okay, and it, of well, the fan uh, that's, base. The, the 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 point is that I remember watching the first episode of it. Yes, I watched Genshin Impact. <laughs> <laughs> I tried watching it the first episode both in dub and in sub to see like before I get into it, which one should I watch? Like which one would I prefer? And oh, okay. some of the lines were noticeably like so totally different. Totally different meaning. 
and it would hit me totally different. And that's why I decided to watch it in sub instead, because I felt like the lines were better. They just they just felt they kind of rolled off the tongue better. Yeah, and like they yeah, made more way. sense because sometimes, as as I'm sure you you both know, when they do dubs, sometimes the lines just don't make any sense. Kind of <laughs> yeah. like, huh? And it's I guess it, it is a result of just both slightly lost in translation, but also if if, if for our listeners, if uh, if you missed it, I have said before that I did dub a little bit for ABS-CBN Tagalog dub mostly, but. As you probably already surmised, one of the jobs with dubbing is to make sure that the dub aligns with the the times when the, the timing character of the, the yes. So sometimes things get lost in translation because they have to find the best translation that times with the mouth. When sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. maybe there's a word that's more accurately uh, or rather a more uh, accurate translation of what the line's supposed to say, but it's too long for the for the movement yeah. of the mouth, so like they had to say something. You only have else. around ten frames to say this one phrase exactly. Yeah. Before it. <laughs> so and sometimes the, the sometimes it's even longer than the English translation. Oh like yeah, for example, true. for example, All Might's catchphrase in Boku no Hero is "Watashi ga kita," but in, in in English it's basically "I am here." <laughs> <laughs> so, so they probably have to say it a little bit longer like i am like here. i am here oh ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there we go and it's i guess if if i had to live with only one you know i i thought she I was careful i thought I, I thought i had an answer for it <laughs> but then i thought about it i can't <laughs> yeah, i can't like, do it i mean Unfortunately, we don't all have a unified language, like a universal language. Yeah. All of us like evolved and mm-hmm. created our own languages because we were literally separated physically. Yeah. Pangea. So this is all Pangea's fault. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You know what? I feel like I would choose I would choose sub. Thinking about it right now, because sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not it's not always about the ooh woo. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's about the mm-hmm. ara ara. You know, and oh my god! Uh, no, I'm the, and are the I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> was what Yamite could No, no. What about the Watashi ga kitas, man? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I guess. And what what I'm trying to say is that at the end of it all, it, granted, the dubs are nice. Like it's a nice convenience. But sometimes I also just prefer the voices of the the Japanese voice actors slash actresses oh it's more natural I although mean, really like, especially there the are the some female ones there are some <laughs> animes though that kind of set like place themselves in the middle where the dub and the sub are both kind of good like for example okay if you listen to the english dub of attack and titan and listen listen to aaron talk and then listen mm-hmm. to the japanese audio they, they both kind of just sound the same in different languages yeah, yeah literally Ooh, so, so they, he's just they, mad they... and murderous and just wants to kill every titan but in I the japanese that, he a... just says that in japanese i guess that's a a good example of good casting in that case, right? Oh yeah, good voice casting. That's I guess that's another problem and with a lot of dubs and why some people despise dubs. Which, I mean, as a voiceover actor slash uh, voice uh, artist, it's I totally get it because sometimes you watch a dub and the yung voice that they chose. Yeah, like darling in the Franks, the the main the main dude there. The first scene he had when he spoke and I saw his face, I'm all like that. That doesn't add up. Like that, 
Mm-hmm. That's he does not like. It's like when somebody says, "You you don't look like a you don't look like a Bob," and uh-huh. you know when mm-hmm. somebody just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, that impression. Not, yeah, yeah and not, it doesn't correlate well. Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes for some reason, I don't know if it's a cost cutting issue or they just wanted that guy without thinking about how it would match. But it, definitely, I have seen a lot of anime dubs where it just. Even even on the female side as well, like it just doesn't correlate, or at least it's not as bad guy as the actual Japanese voice actors slash actresses. Mm-hmm. You think it's also a matter of of direction? Because I enjoy watching a lot of anime and animated films in mm-hmm. dub too, like Ghost in the Shell. You should, if you've seen it in dub, it's also quite enjoyable. That's actually the first time I watched it. I watched it in in dub and. It mm-hmm. didn't detract from the experience. Oh, and also pretty much every Ghibli film. Like, a, a good number of Ghibli films have very good dubbing because they... Well, not, aside from the fact that they have... They usually have star-studded casts. Like, for yeah. Ponyo, they'd get Liam Neeson and Tina Fey, etc. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who did Christian... Oh, and Christian Bale for Spirited Away. And mm-hmm. like Christian Bale of, did Spirited Away? Yeah, uh, oh. Christian Bale, see... Uh, no, see... What's his name? Is he No-Face? Uh, no, no, no. Uh... Christian Bale is no face. <laughs> I don't know. I have I haven't seen it. I haven't seen see, Spread It Away. See, it's bad luck to take both so from no face. <laughs> <It's bad. laughs> oh no, sorry, sorry, he's not spread it away. He's howl. He's howl. From uh, Howl's Howl's Moving Castle. Castle. Yeah, 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 Castle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine Christian Bale Batman as no face? <laughs> Where, where's the but coins? For spirit away. It was it was the, what uh, Jason Mardson he's the voice of of yeah yeah Max um, Goof and and who's the who's Timmy's friend oh, in Fairly Odd Parents uh, oh, Chester McBadbad Ch- Chester oh, yeah yeah wow. so he's the voice of Haru and Spirited Away so like they they have a good number of talents who also know how to direct themselves but wouldn't you think it's also a matter of just the entire directional process in itself because if you badly mm. direct your VO talents it's gonna end up as a very bad dub I True. Think, I think half of it is actually just the actual casting, yeah. But like yeah. the other half definitely is the direction. Because if you don't, you can easily get a star-studded actor to play an anime character. But if they don't understand that character, like you know, mm. if they if they can't put themselves in the shoes of that character, it's like how Remy Malik was able to portray Freddie Mercury. He mm-hmm. did not. He did not mimic the actions of Freddie Mercury beat per beat. He did not try to get the mannerisms in the same way, but rather he tried to understand why Freddie did these things. Why he would pull mm-hmm. the mic from that mic stand. You know why would he? Why he would be so flamboyant? He understood the character more than the gestures themselves. Yeah, and you know, anime, even in video games like Kingdom Hearts, they're no, they're no exception to needing. Very good. good talent for, for voice acting. Like yeah. for crying out loud, Ansem was played by Christopher Lee, God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Freaking Hayden Panettiere was Kyrie, and and Ross Jesse McCartney. Jesse McCartney. <laughs> <Jesse McCartney's laughs> yeah, crying out loud, and I don't know if they got the original voice actor for Goofy, but maybe that's why <laughs> they, they got Goofy. Didn't they? So well. Didn't they? For most of the Disney if they did, if they did, then that's why they did Goofy so well because that is Goofy mm. and. Of all yeah. people that would understand what Goofy is like, it's the voice actor. 
Yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely think that direction, as much as you can direct someone, an actor, if they don't put their heart into the character as if they were playing the character on screen, then it's not going to translate well in, in dubbed. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely like, I've never agree. directed. I don't know. Dre, you're a voice actor. Have you, has, have you ever had someone direct you or you just, you're just given a script? Actually, yeah, I was about to say that it, when, especially when it comes to voice acting, yeah, they def- there's definitely a director uh, always there on the other side of the glass and they always let you know, oh, can you say this with a little bit more grit or can you say this a little bit more higher pitched or say it a little bit faster? So more often than not, there's always, I think unless you're working with a very professional and very experienced voice actor who knows the ins and outs of their voices and, and knows the best way to tackle something, it is also, it's even more so much more important to have a director who knows where he wants to take it. Because sometimes, even as a voice actor, you think you know where you want to take this character, but it's, the, the director might have a different vision of it. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough thing, but it, it, it is uh, definitely, I think, a 50-50. Like you need both. You need a voice actor who, for one thing, knows what knows he's doing. Knows their the stuff, booth. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and knows their voice. But also a director who knows how to use your talent and your voice that will be th- 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 in the best way. That can kind of visualize the entire project or product as a whole. Because exactly. Especially for, like, I, I don't know, I don't want to juxtapose it for too long, but I watched the Zoom reunion for the entire Last Airbender cast for Ooh. like, what, a month ago? Yeah. And what I learned from that is they actually have a very seasoned voice director her name is andrea romano and mm-hmm. she's like very old blood even until now like she's a very aged lady she's quite old but yeah. she was kind of like in that golden era of 90s voice acting where she would be with warner brothers etc yeah and yeah I, I remember andrea romano was like the hot shot voice yeah director. Like, and she was the voice director for for atla and i guess now it's a different perspective for us because now we're mm-hmm. like let's say for example atla an anim- like an, an animated series we love so much. Yeah. We know it first f- as an English sort of co- content. Like it's a yeah. series in English and we understand it by default English. And for some reason, just the, the medium, the, the language fits in that medium. And I think it's so nice of how Andrea has kind of put the entire vision of the project together because he would they would explain that they would only have two people in the booth recording. So I remember mm-hmm. Jack DeSena and the voice of my of May, uh, Cricket Lee, Cricket mm-hmm. Lay, they would be the only ones who would be recording their lines together. So Jack or like Sokka's voice wouldn't even interact with Ang for like ninety percent of the series, and for them to direct the episode so well, where they feel like they're just throwing off the lines so seamlessly, yeah, it's just an indicator of of, su- of such good voice directing, especially if they can't see that. each other. Yeah. Oh, That's and so yeah. fascinating. Even Zach Taylor Eisen, Eisen, he recorded his voice or his voice lines remotely. Like he recorded it separately from everyone else. Else, but he was still able to be, you know, directed in such a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, and I think with that in mind specifically, also, is that the thing about voice acting, why you need a good director as well, is that you all you got to work on, or even the audience has got to work on, is the voice. Like you can't act with your like they can't see you acting, 
and obviously us being uh, former DJs, we kind of we we know that how important it is or how different your voice can sound. Like just just with one, let's say, a smile. When you're smiling, when you talk, totally different sound. Yeah. As when you're not. So yeah. you need to be able to, for one thing, if to to know how to get certain sounds out of your voice in terms of different emotion, but also a good director can help you get there, especially if it's something you haven't done yet. And if and you're make, really yeah. good at what you're doing, I think that you know after after you season your voice and it already mm-hmm. becomes like uh, your your number one outlet, like. There are times where if you really know what you're doing, you end up the voice become ends up becoming the character also. Like it becomes synonymous to it, like Mark mm-hmm. Hamill. Going back to Andrea mm-hmm. Romano, Andrea Romano also was the casting director for Batman Mask of the Phantasm and a lot of other DC films. Mm-hmm. And I think Mark Hamill as the Joker is like one of the prime uh, the reason why we mm-hmm. see him as the Joker just as much as Heath Ledger was was because yeah. he owned that role. Along with, Body, Con- yeah, the character. along with Kevin Conroy, like we consider Mark Hamill not just as Luke Skywalker, but his voice as the Joker. Yeah, for someone to be so versatile in that, they they clearly know the direction of which a character has to go to, to the point that you don't necessarily have to sound like the character that you are voicing because you already because are. Like- you already are the character, and and Mark yeah. Hamill is one of those people that can do that because he can go from Joker to. Darth Bane and Star Wars, and he also voiced Wolverine. Did you know that? And in, in X Men Origins Wolverine, the video game, Ooh, not a good movie. I, that I didn't know. I was actually, it yeah. a good video game? It was a it, very bad movie. Great video game, in my opinion. It was visceral it's, as hell. Yeah, I played it on the no, PS. I played it on the PS. He voiced, but he voiced Logan. Wolf- yeah, he voiced heck? Logan, and and when you see him in the studio, he's. Whenever he's acting, he's like looking at his hand. He's like, "What did these claws mean?" Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, he is he is Wolverine. Like when yeah. he puts himself into those shoes, it's not just the voice; it's literally acting. Yeah, and actually, that's what I always tell people, especially who are trying to start out in voice acting and voiceover stuff, is that you gotta be you can't be afraid to add physicality to your performance because that's how you get the best sound. Is you, you actually do it, even if there's no camera looking at you. Like actually doing the the motions or the, it, I guess a quick plug to my TikTok uh, at Drake Aspar. I have <laughs> one video. <laughs> I have one TikTok that I made because there's a dude that does VO challenges, like voiceover challenges, and uh-huh. he had this one uh, this one version where you voice different characters, and uh-huh. the one of the lines from this it was like a huge humanoid shark, like a pirate shark, and. Mm-hmm. One of the lines was uh, he get he gets stabbed by something, and you basically there's a sound you have to make to pretend like you're pulling it out of your neck or something. Like he got stabbed, and if you see it there, I actually physically, besides you know with the the physicality of my face, I actually physically pretend like I'm pulling something out of my neck, because doing those kinds of actions get the the best sound and the most accurate sound out of you in terms of actually sounding like you're doing what you're doing. And if you look at video reels of voice actors voicing stuff, be it on TV shows or video games, you can actually see them doing that stuff. Like if you look for them, even in movies where you see, <laughs> see you, Jackman, dubbing yeah. that part where he's running yeah, through the forest yeah, and, Logan. and Logan, where he's yeah. going, like, <laughs> where he's, <laughs> yeah. and he's like yeah. running, yeah, running in place. It's because okay. you got to get um, into that space. 
just co- going back since we're on the tangent of Wolverine anyway. Uh, Mark <laughs> Hamill voiced Wolverine in X Two Wolverine's Revenge, not X Men Origins Wolverine, the video game. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. I see. Okay, so much so, older. It's a much older yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm. I mean, the fact that you your voice can be <laughs> the visceral, non-aging mutant that we all know and love to the cr- the clown prince of crime to the chosen one, arguably, yeah. in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Like, that That takes a certain amount of skill and, of mm. course, love for the characters that you are portraying. Yeah. But also, a good amount of direction. That's true. Because uh, uh, I mean, the direction from, sets context. So, yeah, regardless yeah. of how good you are, if the context is inept... It's, it's just yeah. like for the people that play D anD D, you know. Um, if you're if you're at a, yeah, it's a tabletop role playing game, you are mm-hmm. putting yourself in the role of it. For people that are dungeon master, it is it is very easy to voice your own characters because you were the ones that created that character. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the one that wrote that character into existence, and you know what direction you want to take that character. So, with that in mind, it's so easy not to just read off of a script, but also to role play and improv. Yeah, because a lot of it as being a DM, if not most of it, is improv, and yeah. it's easier to do improv if you know that. Oh, okay, this character is an orc, and the reason why he doesn't sound like other orcs is because he came from not a war-torn orc village, but rather a a mining orc yeah. village. You understand the character because, you, again, like you said, you created it, and I think, especially with 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 stuff like that, or with with voiceover or dubbing for that matter, it's. Very much so. I think the best, the best uh, results come from both the voice actor and the director working together. You know, when you're trying to figure out, it's kind of like when maybe two people are trying to write a quest or something, just, where you kind of trade ideas. I think this. I think that she should sound a little bit like this. Yeah, and maybe he could have a little bit of a a gravel or maybe a lisp when he's saying this. That way, because sometimes when a director, they might think that it should go in this direction. But maybe the voice actor thinks that they can get like a better sound you mean out of it. Jedi? <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> precisely that. It, it, it's I think that it, it's they're both just as important, mm-hmm. no matter how yeah. experienced either one is. Mm-hmm. The best yeah. way is really for them to collaborate in order to get uh, the best performance. So, with that in mind, we we all know how. Like amazing and how much potential voice acting has, especially mm. with the series that we know and love. Yeah. Like, does that answer the question? Do we prefer dub or sub? Well, I mean, after fleshing out each pros and cons, I'm sticking. I, I do prefer sub only yeah. just because, regardless mm-hmm. of the language, it'll still have its un, like its raw, pure, original intention. Yeah. For mm-hmm. and yeah, I guess if we put it in the context of if. All else is the same, and we could only have one. Let's say, if some oh, um, crazy time traveling evil god uh, made us choose between only Those one ever existing, specific, okay. uh, well. yeah, uh, just theoretically, theoretically, um, uh-huh. sure, just sure. Two made us choose between one only existing, and I could only remember one existing. For me, it, I'd say I'd say sub. Because you still get mm. the best of both worlds okay. in terms of performance, right? So, so we have two for subtitle. I say neither. I think you should stop slacking and learn the language of the series that you are watching. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I mean, so like, it makes 
It's a gimmick, Zach. I expect you to know. I expect you to know Japanese by the time. I will, sir. I will. And even the very, very not so famous Scandinavian animated series that I know and love, I will learn Scandinavian. (laughs) (laughs) Dagnabbit, if it comes down to it, why the hell not? You know? I'm just kidding. Okay. So, like, in all seriousness, though, like, I do prefer subtitles. Mm -hmm. If not, no subtitles at all. Yeah. Because I think that these things that have been released, that's how you're supposed to consume them. Call me a purist, but like honestly, I think that there was a creative team behind this. And if you're going to yeah. create a separate team like that is dedicated to dubbing over something, I think there's, there's you know, no shame in that whatsoever. Yeah. But like it doesn't have the, that original intention at heart. Yeah, you know, things get lost in core. translation sometimes. And there exactly. are things brought over to different languages that are censored because of cultural reasons. Like let's say yes. anything alcohol related or drug related in terms mm-hmm. of of content. But they kind of mm-hmm. just change the let's say I know there are a good number of Pokemon episodes where there are guns or there are you know, yeah. booze in the background, but then they kind of yeah, replace yeah. it with either yeah. with, with like milk or the guns mm-hmm. are just uh, the finger, yeah. like I know, they edited mm-hmm. out a gun and just made the guy point a finger at Ash. Yeah, in one yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like even, even to that effect, also sometimes when it comes to, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, I don't know the best way to put it. Like relatively not so PG stuff. Let's say maybe a uh, uh, a top that somebody would would be wearing, they would edit it to be more conservative, where in the oh, Japanese yeah. version, right? I believe. Uh, I mean, I guess on a weird different tangent. Or uh, Dark Magician Girl, the card from Uh Yu-Gi-Oh. The American version is... uh, And this is just to prove a point. It's more flat-chested. Really? They changed the art. Yeah, if you look at this... If if it's the same... If you look at the same art version of that card, compare the Japanese and the English version, they covered her up a little bit more because of censorship. (laughs) So it's, they changed the dub version. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh! It's a Yu-Gi-Oh! No, card. Yeah, and well, because even in the in in the same vein as the anime, sometimes they they do that. Like they change certain wardrobes, or you know, if there's a gun, they change that up. So it, you do lose, I guess, the essence, the original essence of that thing. Hashtag justice for dark magician titties. <laughs> Can we say that? Wait a minute. I'm, here I am trying to dance around it, and you just drop, and you just the drop and dive into Hashtag the bush. Hashtag justice Damn it, for dark Vince. magician titties. With oh wait, two dark D's, magician girl. Because you don't. I mean, I don't think you want to yeah, yeah, magician. Okay, Regular it. dark magician can get it too. Why not? You know. Oh Let's man. Be in, you know, I don't care. <laughs> but you know, don't you know, nerf my Yu-Gi-Oh cards, man. In, in a world where a evil time. God is is not setting a a ultimatum. I it's a time and place for me. Like as I've said, like I'm I'm okay with both. I am not one that would be you know only this or you know, purist the like only sub. I get it. I get where those people are coming from because I appreciate it just the same. But as I've said, when I'm watching seven, granted, when I'm also just feeling a little, I have done this, which is very weird. Watch something sub all the way, but there'd be days where I'm like, I'm kind of too lazy to watch. Yeah, I get something you. sub. Like, yeah. like, like I'd watch the next episode in dub, 
Just because <laughs> parang tayo. We're talking about money heist? Yeah, money heist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I'm, not, dude. I'm not feeling like reading sums today. Just, <laughs> I just I just want to watch and just listen. Okay, that, that's uh, one series it, that, that completely has a stark difference. In yeah, dubbing. but like yeah. the one the one series that I love that's anime but you don't need subs is Castlevania because like it's in English. Oh, on Netflix? Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my goodness. Thank goodness that there's an, that it's in English because mm-hmm. like that is yeah. mm, the animation of that and the scenery, beautiful. Yeah, like, just and I mean so. they all have their own purposes. Let's say also for example the Tagalog dubs, they exist because although the Philippines is known to have a lot of people who are fluent in speaking and understanding English, there are also a lot that aren't. And it's and aired on free television, like free cable, so yeah. that's where mm-hmm. everyone's gonna find it. And it allows them to be able to enjoy the content and pre- yeah yeah true. i mean granted that one time i came across the galog dubbed spongebob Halikana, spongebob larutaya okay patrick oi mr krabs ah pera 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 like that's <laughs> questionable <laughs> questionable <laughs> but get it, I mean, get it. yeah like who are we to get in the way of people trying to enjoy this kind of content and again they it exists to be able to tell that story for people who don't have the luxury to be able to understand English or can understand English but not as fast because when lines are spoken, yeah, yeah, sometimes you have, they're you trying to catch up. Of, you kind of think, everyone thinks that a certain native language in their head. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, So because somebody can maybe understand English, but dip, it also is a question of how fast they can process that English because they're trying to understand one line palang. And then somebody's already saying something else, and I'm just like, oh no. Yeah, he's like, who's this yeah. guy again? Where are we? Yeah. I've, okay, so I guess this is the first time in a while. Like, we're running out of time. So this is, let's let this be known. This is the first oh, yeah, time. Oh, yeah, we in a are. We, we are running out of role on the, um, I mean, that's the downside of analog on a reel to reel. We're running out of tape. Film tape is expensive, reel. guys. Yeah. So basically, this is the first time in a while that we haven't had a cold case, but it's not as black and white as you would think. Let it be known that Geek PD, the general census, is that subtitles are better. Only if, because, if only one had to exist. Yeah. Only because we recognize the fact that, you know, voice acting and dubbing, it's an art form in itself. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of work from the teams that develop those yes. kinds of and that kind of also, content. Usually the the in dubbing, the main characters are also everybody else. Usually yeah. there are if let's say if there were three or four main characters, they're mm-hmm. also all the other characters. So <laughs> we do prefer subtitles just because the original voice, obviously, like that's what that's how it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. But we also recognize the hardships in dubbing, and also it, without dubbing, like not a lot of kids in the Philippines would have Dragon Ball Z as their childhood. Yeah, and Beast yeah. Wars and Godzilla. So we thank granted all there the voice are bad actors dubs. out there. Mm-hmm. Like that's all, like that's a fact. But there are also yep. a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, just get yourself out there, man. Like, if you want to consume content the way that you want to consume it, go ahead. If you don't want to read subtitles, go ahead. But yeah, we just, you know, you need to, this all just goes back to the people that make this stuff. The yeah. people that put effort into putting yeah. this content out there for us and to consume. At yeah. the end of the day, all of these choices are only for your benefit anyway. At least yeah. you have all, yeah, exactly. And for the most part, either way you consume it, you're still going to get the gist of the story that's being told. So mm-hmm. let's least, say somebody yeah. who watched some Cowboy Bebop and sub and somebody who watched Cowboy Bebop and, and dub, 
they can both equally be big fans of the franchise or the of, of Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. It, that doesn't make them any less of a fan. Like, you know, one character could love Spike, but only watch him in dub. Another person could have loved Spike only watching him in sub. It doesn't make yeah. you any less of a fan. Exactly. You yeah. just, in, you watched it. I guess it's in, in the same vein as when, when it comes to food or whiskey or coffee. Mm-hmm. The right way to have it is the way that you like to have it. Yeah. The best whiskey is your favorite whiskey. Yeah. You know? And to anybody who wants to, to just be a purist and fight, Migs is here to fight. Yeah, you can fight us on our go Facebook it, page. That's facebook.com slash geekpd. I mean, we also have an Instagram page. <laughs> that is at geekpd official. If you want to start a flame war, go ahead. And of course, so, if you want to fight us on TikTok, <laughs> you can't because we don't have a TikTok yet. But, <laughs> yet. But if you want to fight us in real time, every third Thursday of the month, we are live on the Kumu app. So you yes. can find mm-hmm. us there. But just know if you fight us, you're going to have to send us diamonds and hearts. So, And don't forget to join in on the conversation yourself in person. You can join our Discord. We finally have a Discord. The link is on our Facebook page. So you're going to have to like that first. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Mix, coffee. Here, here's, have some coffee, Mix. Uh, okay. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to Podcast Network Asia for giving us this avenue to release our content and for people to consume it on Spotify and Apple Music. You can check them out on their website. That's podcastnetwork.asia. Also, check out the other podcasts in the network. There's so much good stuff out there, and all you need to do is sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. That's right. I, I actually spaced out. Did you say that we could be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and pretty much yes. any other platform you can find podcasts? Yes, Dre. But thank you for <laughs> for reminding everyone. Sorry. Uh, yeah, be, sorry. Uh, Dre's been spacing out because he's been tinkering with something again. Uh, yeah, yeah, it might I be know, in the corner um, of my eye. Uh, time time deniliation from the uh, time from the vortex. what? From the what? Um, huh? The what? Oh. Um. You hear? Oh, that's a. Oh, you, you hear that? That's the. I think that's the oven. We have an oven in the precinct. Yeah, what is yeah. that? Is that a fire alarm or something? No, um, remember, uh, I said I was uh, baking, I was uh, make, making scones. It's getting and, louder. Uh, well, yeah, well. oh, uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go, um, uh, uh, the scones, my, 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 my scones! Well, that was weird. You good, Ian? Yeah, I- I'm pretty good. I just got a, got a little phased from Dre sprinting out of the room all of a sudden. Hmm. Well, I know this really good hot dog stand down the street. Oh like, really? Like yeah, it's it's near that it's near that uh, nuclear power plant. They got a bunch of uranium deposits in the back though, so I would kind of worry about radioactive hot dogs. Ow! Oh, sh- I'm so sorry, Megs. For some, you I did me. not mean that. I am so sorry. I don't know what took over me. What the? You almost broke my nose. I, I I am so sorry. Okay, if I had a third arm, I would have probably punched myself too. I am so so sorry. I don't know what what happened. I don't know what came over to me. You wanna you wanna just go get those hot dogs? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they sprout out little tiny hot dog fingers from all the radiation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you imagine all the eyes? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. Um, uh, uh, time, time, time vortex. Uh, okay. Please don't blow up. Please don't blow up. Oh. Okay, we're good. We're good. Okay, I think they bought. I think they bought the scones. Whew. 
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>